Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Do you want to do the introduction this time? Because I always lead. But do you want to start? Yeah, I'll do the introduction. Oh, you want me to start it now? <laughs> yeah, well, whenever. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, Dan, can you do the introduction? Yeah, sure. Next half an hour. Just let me prepare. Hello and welcome to episode 106. That spells 106. It's me, Dan Rhodes, and my good buddy... Matt Hoss. Matt Hoss, correct. Uh, yeah, I thought I was going to have to chip in then because he didn't forget his own name. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't forget my own name. I, I didn't know it was, there was a quiz element to it because he's like, and who is my good buddy? And I was Matt, like, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm pretty well, thank you. Um, it's still lockdown. Um, and uh, I've been missing, uh, well, have I been missing social contact? No, I have not had social contact. And uh, I think I've been a bit grumpier this week as well. How have you been finding it, Dan? Wait, so you're... You haven't had any social contact and you're a little bit grumpy. Yeah, because I think in I'm just what, getting... In what way is this introduction different to any other time we've ever done a podcast? <laughs> I'm not grumpy usually, right? No, you're not actually. Well, it depends if you've been on an 11-hour National Express bus. Oh, well, in, in all fairness, I would say I'm not grumpy after 11-hour National Express bus. I slightly much covered in piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more delirious. Because tell you what, like, there's, I, I could highlight a couple of episodes where I definitely of this podcast like we we've done about four in a day and i've been i've been up since five o'clock in the morning having zero sleep and uh and i've um yeah the fourth episode is fucking nuts it's like i'm not making any coherent sense uh um and that as dan says not, not very different from the rest of the episodes no, that's true and when you are very tired it's really nice to me isn't it because i still let you to the lead <laughs> <laughs> yeah like because me with low energy is still more high energy than dan like after 12 week mixes you know what i mean yeah that's that is fact i mean famously <laughs> people that listen to episode eight know that i was very not high energy after eating 12 week mix yeah like yeah it was it was well, grotesque do you reckon like because wait hold on this is 106 right so uh famously 100 episodes ago, so to go we talked about starting the wheat challenge we we said uh, we set out the terms in two episodes time we'll do the wheat challenge and uh, a side note i actually filmed the wheat challenge but i never released it because it was just too sad to look at <laughs> it was really sad <laughs> yeah it was quite grim <laughs> put that in a box yeah if you, if you want to join the patreon and put it on the patreon because it's um that's not really incentive to join, really. But it's 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 something to watch. But it's more like a, you know, when you go and see like a, a wonder of the like, you know, when King Kong. Uh, here's another analogy. When King Kong's yeah, brought back go. from Skull, when King Kong's brought back from Skull Island. It, it's not really. It's like it is magnificent, but it's a bit grim at the same time. It brings, yeah, you know what I mean. It's that kind of vibe. Dan, how did it do? That wasn't one of your worst ones. I'd rank that as a solid <laughs> six out of ten analogy. Yes. Can we make it a seven? <laughs> no, because then you'll make it an eight. Yeah, <laughs> classic horse. Um, but um, yeah. Um, where, where was I going with that? Where? I no, no one knows. It was about <laughs> Weed Big's challenge. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, maybe. 
because 100 episodes ago you did a Weebix challenge maybe I should do like a different kind of challenge it's 100 episodes on we've grown a little bit maybe we should do like a, a homage to the Weebix challenge maybe I should do my own Weebix challenge you should do your own Weebix challenge yeah but but not like Weebix what if I had to do 12 of something during a podcast episode what should it be what's a very typical Matt Hoss thing to do uh, to do 12 of in that 12 hmm, what could Matt do 12 of I, I could get 12 girls to break up with me in the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could you could write 12 poems oh i could actually that's actually not a bad idea 12 haikus 12 no, haikus. that's too easy yeah I, I could write 12 sonnets 12 sonnets yeah well the- sonnets are 12 lines each right is that made that up I, maybe 14 lines each or is it 12 lines and then the hmm if you're educated and listening to this, please let us know how many lines a sonnet is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tweet at us how many lines a sonnet is. Just don't, with no other context, just sign, just just that, please. Just put 14 or 12 or 7. I, <laughs> yeah. I think it's 14. I'm pretty sure I it's think 14. it's 14 as well, actually. When, I, when you said it, I was like, yeah, you're right, it's 14. Hey, I was close, though, with 12. At least yeah. I knew it was somewhere around that. That doesn't sound like a good defence, because if you're like, well, you know, yeah, I, I thought it was 14, but if it was 12, it's fine. No. I don't, I'm not sure if that analogy worked. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, Dan, how, how are things for you? Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing okay, actually, Matt. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, okay. Uh, that was a, that's the end of that conversation. Should we get on with the myth, Dan? Well, nothing's really happened, has it? Yeah, well, that, that's a good it. boy. Before Keeping this... my social distance. Yeah, okay. Have you seen anyone being not socially distancing because i've seen a lot in the last week i've seen a few not that much in the last few weeks actually when it first started people definitely were really bad here in london but i feel like it's definitely getting better well i actually think because i live in a village dan lives in a city uh i think well also where you live is very family oriented but it's same for me but i live um i live in a village and people at the start were very like very uh, isolating stuff like that but then now they're kind of a bit fucked off so they're just kind of just doing what they want and there's so many people just do it like on bikes all day you know what I mean like the two people literally going past my window now they aren't brothers it's one's drinking on a bike <laughs> yeah well, Drake and I could drink on a bike well anyone can drink on a bike shall we crack on with this myth Dan let's crack on with this myth I'll see you on the other side Okay, Matt, how did you find that myth? You enjoy it? Well, I think you went a bit too far, Dan, because we haven't actually done oh, the myth yet. I you think, too far, either. Yeah, Sorry. you've messed with the, the time-space continuum, uh, or the myth-space the myth continuum. Um, ah, shit. Sorry. You're going to have to go back, unfortunately. I, was, I, went, I did that. Um, I, I was in my time machine, and I tried to, I tried to skip it because I, I wanted to save time, Wait, but it, did, did I you skipped try and, it too far. Do you usually skip these podcasts? No. It's funny, isn't it? The I- it's funny, isn't it? The idea that I would have a time machine and not once have used it to actually go back to ancient Greece to understand anything I'm actually talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just you going. Uh, what's what's a hippolata? What, <laughs> what's what's one of these? Uh, so Dan, um, uh, well, have you 
go back in time and I'll see you there. Okay, I'll see you there. Hello and welcome to episode 106. Oh man, I went too far again. <laughs> yeah, Dan, this is Matt from the, the first segment you've gone too far. You have to go back to the future. <laughs> Sorry, I'm either, I'm either. Yeah, cool. Dan, hey, where man, the hell so... you been? Like, Dan, where you been, man? Like, I've been here for the last like eight hours. I have to do with you. No, no, no. Like, I've been waiting here after the jingle. So, so you have to have a side, and you weren't, weren't here. I just did episode one hundred and nine. That's what we're doing now, right? Oh, I d- oh, I did a different. I did the wrong episode. I went several days in the future to to too many episodes. Oh, uh, just so you know, how was um? Because uh, you know, how was one hundred and eight? Uh, was that a fun poem episode? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. He wrote twelve poems, um, and a guy we... emailed him, and a guy emailed in, and the email just said fourteen, and I was confused. <laughs> I think you should go back to the, the normal point now. Yeah, yeah, was time. Yeah, it was sync, Dan. I was sync. Okay, I see you at the beginning of one hundred six. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, not at the beginning of one hundred six. In the middle of one hundred six. Oh, in the, like after the just after perfectly Post after the jingle. jingle. Yeah. Post. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. See you there. Hey, buddy, you looking forward to this myth? Uh, yes, this is uh, episode thirty-six. No, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, that that bit went on. Uh, that, that was enjoyable. I enjoyed that, Dan. Thank you. Uh, I mean, none of that's going to stay in. Oh, all of it's staying in. All, all, <laughs> all, warts and all. Um, but yeah, Dan, uh, um, we are doing uh, a four-part uh, season uh, series here on Norse mythology. Uh, in the first part, we had Otter's Gold, which is a euphemism for. Gold. <laughs> yes, sorry, I meant to say Oz Ransom. Oz <laughs> Ransom is gold. gold. Oh, man. Um, this is why, you know what? I'm so nervous when lockdown finishes because I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm going to have to talk to people and I haven't, you know what I mean? Uh, never mind. Um, so um, um, we we had two brothers, uh, Reagan and Fafnir. Um, uh, Fafnir killed his dad after a curse. He did. Put, Put on him, uh, and he took and, the gold and became a dragon. Yep, as you do. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So then, Regan runs off. He gets a, a little apprentice called Sigurd. 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 Yep. I. That was genuine. That's that, that time. Uh, and uh, he Sigurd uh, is trained up. It kills Fafnir. Uh, he bumps into Brunhild, who's a Valkyrie. What's a Valkyrie? She then? is. Valkyries are the angel women that come down from Asgard and take fallen Viking warriors to Valhalla to live out their, the remainder of their glorious years before Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's uh, well put, Dan. And uh, Sigurd um, stayed with um, uh, Jugu- Juki um, and uh, he, he got married to, uh, to Gunnar, uh, which is uh, the, the daughter of a uh, of Juki, uh, and we, it, and then si, uh, Sigurd had went up the mountain for Gunnar because because uh, uh, wait hold on I messed this one up. No, it's <laughs> there good were a lot of names. There yeah, were a lot right. of names. So there's a lot of different names going on, and which uh, so oh right. So Sigurd married Gudrun, uh, but then uh, 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 Gudrun's brother called Gunnar fell in love with Brunhild, and Sigurd helped Gunnar for uh, go, Get into the uh, into her cave of fire, and uh, through deception, uh, was able uh, to get Gunnar to fall in love with Brunhild. A uh, uh, Brunhild fall in love with Gunnar. It was very confusing. But so he's helping. He's helping his brother-in-law fall in love with the Valkyrie. Yeah, 
kind of against her will, but she's kind of into it. Well, he like went through the fire and it was cool. Yeah. So that's kind of where we were. This is the Dragon's Breath trilogy, the Ice Shadow trilogy, something like that, and uh, uh, something like that. Um, and that's so. There's two more, but this is kind of like part one of two. So the first two is like Hunger Games, then it was uh, Catching Fire. This is um, uh, the, the last one, part one, part two. Is that a, that? That wasn't very good. Uh, but anyway, uh, would you like to start, Dan? Are you okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, um, well, uh, well that was fascinating <laughs> listening to you do that. I was very tense there because I'll be honest, I can't really remember what happened, and I had to riff a lot. I was looking through that Google Doc and I was stressing. <laughs> oh, catching, um, catching like a mockingjay catching fire, and then the sec, the third one. Oh, mockingjay, that's what it's called. Mockingjay, why do you say that? Help me out, bro. Oh, it's just funny watching you crumble. No, no, it's not. Can I start? <laughs> yeah. Okay, for the love of God, please start. <laughs> I love how we said this was going to be a short one, lol. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be quick. We'll be snappy. Yeah. One day, Brynhild and Gudrun went down to the river to wash their hair, lads. Brynhild walked a little further up the mountain along the river and said... I don't want the dirty water that has already touched your hair because my husband is a lot braver than yours, so I deserve better. Oh, Brunhild's a straight-up brat. Mm, She's mm, like mm. Mean Girls. Yeah, I, I think that's what... This whole vibe at the start, very Mean Girls. The Gudrun, then Gudrun followed her and said, "'Tis my privilege to wash my hair higher up at the river because I am married to the bravest man in the world. He was my husband that killed both Fafnir and Reagan and claimed all their treasures." Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Brunhild replied and said, It was a much greater feat when Gunnar rode through the wavering flame, while Sigurd would not dare. Gudrun looked at her and began to laugh. <laughs> That's a laugh. That do, you really think, great stuff. do you really think that it was Gunnar who rode through the wavering flame? Spoiler alert, we know it wasn't, don't we, Matt? Yeah, because... Um, it was Sigurd I... disguised as her, her now husband. And also, they had Grady, the horse, who they disguised as well. It was a bit because yeah, Grady would yeah. only be rode, uh, ridden by rode, ridden by someone. I don't English, um, but um, yes. Basically, as, there was only one horse that could go through the flames, and that horse was only could only be ridden by Sigurd. So he was like, "Well, I'm going to have to ride the horse for you and pretend to be you." But no one he was told. He's been a massive wingman, to be fair. Yes, that's that's a great way of putting it, actually. But Brunhild, no one told Brunhild of this. So she kind of got, she fell in love with an imposter who's disguised as the man she's currently married to. And uh, no one bothered to tell her until right now. Yeah, no one, she hasn't realised until. Brunhild looked shocked. She tried to understand, but Gudrun continued. The one who came into your bed gave you the golden ring called Andvaranort. As a morning gift, the ring was won at Gnita Heath. And I do not think it was Gunnar that slew the dragon Fafnir. Okay, and uh, so the ring is the one that multiplies different gold, which the, the, the we saw in Otter's Ransom. So and she's basically like, well, think about it. He gave you a ring that we know was in the possession of a dragon, and we and we know who who killed the dragon. It was Sigurd. So who do you think? How do you think he got the ring? Yeah. Spoiler alert: It must have been him. <clears throat> Brynhild then grew silent and returned home to Gunnar. She tried to convince Gunnar and his brother Hoagie to kill Sigurd, but they were blood brothers with Sigurd, so they would not touch a hair on his head. 
I absolutely love that because it's very much like a, a, so Gunnar was very much like she won that kind of argument and Brunhild was like, oh, I'm pretty sad. Let's murder her. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, imagine, like, she's the kind of person that uh, who gets into a Facebook argument with her friends and then, like, blocks them forever. That's the kind of vibe she's given off. I like, though, that she's gone back to her husband and she's like, you need to kill your friend Sigurd. But they're, like, best mates. He's yeah, like, yeah. well, I'm not going to do that. And just carried on. <laughs> and also, Sigurd killed, for, like, he killed the dragon, and the Gunnar, he needed his help to marry her in the first place. It's very complicated waters. Also, do you think, as Brunhild, it sounds like she's a bit of a brat. Do you think she was like, she, this sort of thing happens a lot, like false, she'll just be like, oh, you need to kill your friend Sigurd, I hate him. And he was like, sure, yeah, no worries. She'll be better tomorrow. She'll, be, <laughs> yeah. she'll, think, she'll think differently like this. she makes up this because she says this sort of thing a lot hoagie don't worry <laughs> usually about once a month am i right lads <laughs> Do you, dan uh, i think about this quite regularly uh, we once did a play together called committed uh run by our friends called uh, danny and claire and uh they they made you into a character uh, and uh, you did. Uh, do you remember? Do you know where we're going with this? I completely forgot this was even a thing. You just mentioned it. I do remember that now. I was married to. Um, I was dating uh, my. Well, wasn't as um our. You were in a scene. Uh, Amy Hendry. I had to pretend to be like. Um, you were her uh, like idiot boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, her idiot boyfriend, and I just she kept like the sketch was her coming in and asking me if she like what she was wearing looked nice because she was going out on a girls' night out, and I was too busy playing FIFA and I wasn't really looking. But whilst it was and you know it was hilarious, and she, and she was getting aggravated, and she was like, uh, and for completely like reasonable things as well, and she's like, and uh, then your character goes, oh, it's okay, like uh, I understand why you get a bit moody, and she's like, what were you talking about? I was like. Do you want me to get your hot water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. Yeah, and like I, I, I think about that about twice in a month, I would say. That line, <laughs> I think I quite regular. Hey, I remember that was, watching. I got a big laugh. That was uh, a proud moment for me. Yeah. It was, uh, you're a very funny man, Dan. Thank you. And do you remember what I did in that production? Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? <laughs> Didn't you play someone who was being catfished? Oh, no, that was actually Zach Cameron. But that was Zach. Uh, okay, so which one were you? I I actually all right. I just thought that was you, but I realised now it wasn't. No, you're right. No, right. I I I did what I did. Um, I because I I did stand up uh, about relationships, but or I also at the end I did a stand up. Uh, no, stand-up yes, slam poetry uh, <laughs> with, and the best thing is I got to spend a lot of time with uh, a lovely uh, uh, woman who uh, I had to coordinate a slam poetry with and it was the best uh, eight weeks of my life seriously oh she was uh, from uh, Portugal oh uh, nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> now it's all coming back to me now I remember you doing that slam poetry quite good actually I also remember that show because I started, I, 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 mine and Amy's bit didn't really come in until about 20 minutes in, but my character was asleep on the sofa from the start when the audience came in. Yeah. And the audience come in, what, about 20 minutes before the show starts. Then the show starts and that lasts for 20 minutes before my bit when I wake up and I start my scene and my lines. So I literally had to sleep <laughs> for like 40 minutes. And one night oh I was quite tired and I legit nearly fell asleep. Because, you know, it was like the theatre lights are very nice, aren't they? The stage lights are very, and very warm and cosy. You're a very sleepy guy. It was a well. nice leather sofa as well at the back of the stage. Anyway. Right, in the future, all right, I think um, not this podcast. We, we, we declared this to be a short one, but like um, for future episodes, we should talk about our theatre mishaps because I've got some corkers which I'd love to show you as well. We should do that. 
Gunnar and Hogni are going to be faithful to Sigurd, uh, even though... Uh, and, but also, like, here's the thing. Brunhild is a Valkyrie. Why didn't she just kill him himself? Like, Sigurd yeah, isn't that special. Pal- well, because she's on a period, apparently, according to you. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean that. It was irony, Dan. <laughs> it was comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, she's pretty yeah. powerful, I imagine. She could do that, for sure. Well, but the only thing that Sigurd had is that he has a sword that fights on its own. But surely a Valkyrie can defeat that. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know how powerful the Valkyries are. Are they like? Are they good at fighting? I know they're meant to be good warriors themselves, though. Are they? Maybe so. I, I don't know. But um, let's crack on with the story. Carry on, so, Matt. So, so she's asked him to kill his best friend, and he's like, no, because uh, she's yes. just found out that actually this whole time it was him and not her husband that wooed her. Because because uh, they were blood brothers, so they wouldn't physically touch a hair on his head. But you then... would feel very deceited. Can I just say that it's a bit messed up, right? We'll talk about this at the end, obviously. But like, that's weird, right? That she like I feel for her a little bit. Like she's this man that she this brave warrior that she thought she married actually turned out to not really be the guy. Like her memory of him isn't actually him, and it's that's weird. But I guess the weird thing is that then like she turned. Sorry. Um, so I was going to say, it's like, it's like picturing the first, like trying to think back to the first time you ever met your husband and then realizing that actually you find out that that's a false memory and actually it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's a, as, uh, and, but the weird, the even more disturbing thing is that she turns to the imposter who she didn't fall in love with to sort out the problem with the person she did fall in love with. It's a very messed up plot here, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true, actually, yeah. Um, so Gunnar and Hogni said no. But then they told their brother, Gothorm, to kill Sigurd. So, like, they were like, no, no, we absolutely love Sigurd. We can't kill him. But our brother can. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, one late night, Gothorm sneaked into Sigurd's house and pierced him with his sword whilst he slept. Sigurd woke up and he threw his sword Gram at Gothorm, which chopped him in half. So... Uh, um, that is quite that is that would make it that's like a proper action movie scene yeah someone snuck into his bed they've stabbed him and the minute they stab him the guy wakes up picks up his sword and throws <laughs> it cutting the guy in half it's that that's like early uh that's early like a security system as well just imagine that yeah. like there's an alarm that goes off and that like a it's kind of like home alone where there's a lot of like, gaunt that adopted like homemade stuff but i mean he hasn't i mean he has been stabbed though so he is I assume injured. Well, let's find out. Sigurd died a few moments later, together with his three-year-old son, Sigmund, whom they had also killed. Brunhild then thrust a sword into herself, and she was burned with Sigurd. So the whole family just died instantaneously. What? But why was Brun... Why has Brunhild killed herself when she wanted Sigurd to die? What? (laughs) What? That... What? Wait a minute. That is like paying someone, a hitman, to kill someone. <laughs> and then he comes back and says, oh, I've killed that guy you just paid me to kill. And then you're like, thank you. And then you shoot yourself in the head. He'd be like, what? What? I thought there must... What? Well, maybe she's like thinking that it was a great shame or something like that because she didn't want yeah. someone to be killed. Cause, like, but then again, it is a bit mental, right? Yeah. Or is she wanted to be burned with Sigurd because this whole time she realized that she was actually in love with Sigurd and she thought it was Gunnar that had been this handsome heroic guy that she fell in love with but i think we are putting that exposition on which is fine that's yeah. our job but equally the the, the sort that the facts are well not facts is made up but um the the story what? 
<laughs> yeah, Darren, I didn't want to tell you this, but uh, this isn't real. No. Oh. Imagine we didn't that myth we did about Santa Claus wasn't real. Yeah. yeah. The whole fam- uh, that whole family's kind of disintegrated, and uh, uh, so it's pretty brutal so far. Mm. Um, so, but where, who knows what's going to happen after this? Gunnar Hogni took Sigurd's wealth that he had gotten from slaying Fafnir, along with a cursed ring and Devaran knot, and ruled over the lands. So Gunnar and Hogni. So the two brothers kind of ruin, ruling over the whole land. So that's pretty, that's decent. That's fair enough. Yeah. So, so uh, Brunhild's brother, King Atli, son of Budli, then married Gudrun, Sigurd's former wife, and together they had children. The two families remaining kind of got back together and it's very confusing. Yeah, so Brunhild's killed herself. Her brother has now gone on to marry Gudrun, who is the wife of Sigurd, who is now also dead. So the two halves of the family have kind of met each in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So, so King Atli, we've got a new character, King Atli. King Atli invited the two brothers, Gunnar and Hogni, to come for a visit, and they both accepted the invitation. Before the two brothers left their home, they hid their gold in the river called the Rhine. Uh, so, Dan, do you know which, uh, uh, which uh, country the Rhine is in? Yeah, it's mostly in Germany. Yes. Um, so now we know Germany is... Although the source of the Rhine is in Switzerland. Well, the confusion is there because this gold has never been found. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more of a reaction to that. Um, do you Why want to would do... I have reacted to that? Because <laughs> I suppose it's quite spooky. This gold has never been found. Well, that's spooky. <laughs> Matt... Why would this? I mean, this is like the most normal thing that's ever happened in any of the things we've what, ever done. What, no, no, because they hid their gold, and they uh, right, they've hid their gold, meaning that they were to, were to come back to it, meaning that something must have happened. That's true. Yeah. Okay. They, I'm with you now. Take that, you spooky bell end. And <laughs> <laughs> um, when when the two brothers arrived at Atli's kingdom, his men attacked them and captured them. King Atli had hoagies had Hogni's heart cut out with a knife while he was still alive. Gunnar was thrown down into the snake pit, but had secretly been given a harp. Okay. This... The thing is with Norse myths, they're not subtle, are they? You know what I mean? It's so blunt. they don't do any exposition either. They just jump straight to the point. Oh, yeah. My my grandma's got 900 heads. Get over it. (laughs) That never came back. That still blows my mind. (laughs) <laughs> this is funny, right? So King Atli had Hoagie's heart cut out with a knife as he was alive. Gunnar was thrown down into the snake pit but had secretly been given a harp. Who secretly it... gave him a harp and why? Also, why would that affect him being thrown into a snake pit? Well, I think uh, we're about does, to find... Does having, a, does having a heart magically make you immune to snake bite? Well, someone should tell India and Africa. Are you you should become the Who member for uh, <laughs> for snake bites. Uh, you know no. who is really good? you know who is really good at snake bites. Indiana Jones. No, I was going to say Asclepius. Callback to another myth. Oh, but genuinely, I can't remember that. Dan, have you outfoxed me? Asclepius. He was the god of um, the was, god of medicine. Yeah, I think it was episode seven, but sixty-eight ish, around about that. I think. I bet Probably. it is. Uh, should I actually, I'm going to check right now. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, Hogni's dead uh, and Gunnar's thrown into a snake pit. So, uh... But luckily, he has a magical harp. He began playing the harp with his toes because his hands were still bound. 
All the snakes fell asleep except for one adder. This adder glided towards him and struck just below his breastbone, so she buried her head into his flesh, grabbing hold of his liver until he died. Wow. All right, someone doesn't know how snakes work. <laughs> yeah, you are a snake expert, though, aren't you? There's two things I like about this. Well, three things. That, now, I thought there's four things that are happening in just these three lines, okay? First thing is, he's playing a harp, apparently, we're led to believe, very well with his toes. <laughs> That's impressive. Imagine, like, you got, for your wedding, you bought, you, you booked a harpist. It's really romantic. <laughs> and it just goes up playing with his feet. He starts taking off his shoes, yeah, and you're like, um... No, thanks, mate. Secondly, we now know that harp music famously makes snakes fall asleep. Well, I'm not sure if that's true, but fair enough. It's fact. It's obviously in this. Except one adder. Then we know that... Then two things, three things happen. So the other one is this, it's, it's bit him and then buried herself into her head into his flesh. I'm pretty sure snakes cannot chew through breastbone. Well... <laughs> You know, that's not the weirdest thing to happen in this myth. <laughs> in and, the then, and then also she crawled through her, the breastbone and, and, and bit, grabbing hold of his liver until he died. So he just, just bit the liver, didn't rip out the liver, just bit the liver. This is obviously a cousin of Brian the Eagle. <gasps> oh my God, yes. It's very Prometheus vibes, yes. Yeah, Maybe, Prometheus who's, who's... vibes, right? The eagle that came down and took his liver every day. Yeah, so um, this this Ada is like a distant. So that's what well, we should yeah, give this Ada a name. So, Alice, Alice Ada. Alice Ada, nice. And Brian the Eagle, very nice. And uh, she was like, "This have... is for my cousin." <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that's a great voice. Um, so yeah, that's it's pretty brutal myth. Also, right? I think a snake biting you directly in your on your liver would actually could probably kill you. Yeah, I think I think that's what happened. Um, I don't think that would be very pleasant. No, but neither would having a heart cut with a rusty knife. In all fairness, no, that's true. That's true. Hey, Dan, right? Uh, no, this is digression. So, but here's a fun fact. Um, did you know that um, Mary Shelley, writer of uh, Frankenstein, when her husband died, they put her, uh, him on a fire, and when he burnt up, his heart survived. It's the only thing that didn't burn. Percy Shelley. So she wrapped this heart in silk and put it in a glass in her drawer for the rest of her life. I have heard that before, actually. Weird. Yeah, that's what I do with all my former lovers. I watched you. It's good. Um... <laughs> Gunnar and Hogney are called Nifflungs and Kugungungs. And for this reason... Do you want to try that again? Gunnar and Hogney are called Nifflungs and Chickens, gig chunkins. Dan, you should take that time machine. How would you say that? No, you, I think you're right. It just—it's just funny the way you said it. It's like you sound Chikungans. like a slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> and for this reason, the gold is called the treasure of the Nifflungs. Shortly after this happened, Gudrun killed her two sons, and she had goblets made from their skulls using gold and silver. Jesus what Christ. is happening? The, <laughs> the funeral feast was then held for the Nifflings, and Gudrun had mead served for King Arty, oh, that Arty in these two skull cups mixed with the blood from the two dead brothers. Oh, man. Gudrun also had the hearts from the two brothers roasted and served for the king. After the king had eaten the two hearts and drunk the mead, she told him what she had done. Later in the evening, people at the feast had fallen asleep at the tables because of all the good food and strong mead. 
Gudrun came into the hall with Hogni's son and killed the king as he slept in his chair. <gasps> then they set fire to the hall and everyone inside uh, burned to death. The end. Whoa! That, now that was a Game of Thrones ending. That was mental, right? That was mental. Hey, you know them drinking from skulls? Vikings actually used to do that, didn't they? They used to drink from the skulls of their victims um, the night after a battle. And that is why in Scandinavian and Nordic countries, the word for cheers is school. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I thought my like when they, when they When they cheers a drink, they say school. And that's because it's skull, which is because the, they used to drink, Vikings used to drink out of the skulls of their victims. Well, uh, we, we had a lot of morbid facts tonight, haven't we? We should, we should do a fact about every body part. Did you know that um, Alan Turin, um, he, uh, he, 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 he had a, a foot. <laughs> oh man, that, that is hitting the current room floor so fast. <laughs> Please put that in as a blooper. <laughs> the worst thing is, I know for a fact there's about eight things I've said today which are suitable for the blooper bit at the end. Um, yeah, we definitely got to put them as a blooper. Uh, Matt, did you enjoy that myth? What? Yeah, it was. Uh, I I really did. And this is um this is a myth I knew nothing about. Uh, and uh, the whole good run uh, and the, and Sigurd and this whole this saga I've, I've known nothing about. And it's really paid its dividends. I think it's really fascinating and just off the wall crazy right yeah exactly let's rank let's this, rank this motherfucker okay we, what do we rank them on that uh dan this was like you're three weeks late you, oh like, for fuck's sake i tried to skip the i tried to skip them and uh <laughs> Yeah, Dan, uh, so we, um, we rank these episodes out of 40 on uh, four different categories out of 10. That's life skills, morals, creativity, and WTF factor. And let's start with life skills. And these are the practical things that we learn. And we learned a lot of practical things in this. We, we did learn a lot of practical things. Let's start from the top and work our way down. So we learned we how learned, to wash our hair. Yes. Uh, we learned how to be kind of smug and how to like start how a beef with your friend. Yeah, gossip, that's the word. Yeah. Um, we learned how to negotiate and delegate tasks as well. Yeah, not just gossip, but also throw shade. You know, when you just like make yes. a backhanded comment, and you're like, oh, that's going to stick with them. Oh, she's going to be thinking about that on the walk home. Is that the first time you ever said throw shade? Because that's really, that's quite a trendy reference for you. That's cool. That is. Uh, it's only the second time I've ever said it. Oh, what was the first time? The time, the time I beat that guy up um, in an alleyway. <laughs> is it because you uh, had a lampshade and you threw it at him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, hey, watch out. I'm about to throw some shade. He said, what? As I picked up this six-foot lamb and just... <laughs> I don't know what it was doing in the alleyway, but it's a real coincidence. Dan, I get a feeling that this whole episode is going to be after the blooper. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we, we learned how to delegate tasks. We learned how to, uh, um, how to uh, get vengeance on someone, how to disguise yourself. Um, yeah, we did. We we, uh, we learned how to uh, like a documentary. We learned the truth. Like we learned how to uncover the truth by asking the hard questions. Uh, we learned how to kill someone in their sleep and their family, and um, how to kill yourself. We learned how to steal gold, how to bury your gold. We learned uh, don't trust a king with a with a rusty knife, and also we learned how to play the harp. I'm not gonna lie to you, Matt. Up until about five seconds ago, my internet cut out and I missed everything you just said. But I've got fine, a feeling I'm about take, 
I'm going to take your word for it. I'm sure you said some great things about harping yeah. and knife and stabbings, probably. Yeah, to be honest, I was getting the vibe that you weren't paying attention. But uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, but yeah, we, uh, there's quite a lot of stuff in here. Uh, we learn how to bury gold. We learn, um, we learn how to set fire. We learn how to murder a king, regicide, um, how to poison, how to cut skulls. There's a lot going on here. Lots of arts and crafts and also practical skills. Yeah, definitely it's solid four. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is high. This is real high. I'm thinking nine, maybe ten. I'm thinking nine or ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we go for ten? Because I think go on, it's gone. Gone. Yes, mate. All right. Morals. Um, I think there's some interesting stuff here. Um, don't don't throw shade because it could have uh bad repercussions. Yep. Don't lie to your partner. Yeah, don't lie to your partner. Don't murder people in their sleep because you will get chopped in half. Also, don't you will be get cleaved into. Yes, for sure. And also, don't be petty because like she's like, oh, I'm not going to wash my hair in this water because my hair's better than yours. Like that's really yeah. petty, right? Um, but also, going back to last episode, it's kind of coming on from last episode. The moral is don't deceive people because it ruins lives. Like she was genuinely, I mean, she's bless her. She's been. The man that she thought she knew wasn't the man she knew. The man she thought to her husband is not the guy that she thought she married. Yeah, and um, that's absolutely bang on as well. And, um, and this leads to bad, re uh, like cursed repercussions as well. And um, also, like the fact that Gunnar and Hogni wouldn't kill Sigurd, but they're happy to let uh, Gotham Someone else kill. Do it. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Also, um, that's also for WTF as well. But like uh, the fact that. Uh, uh, Brunhild kills herself. That's, I'm not sure there's some kind of moral conflict there, perhaps. Um, this always makes... Do you know this thing? This is, this, here's my analogy. Are you ready for this? I bet it's going to be terrible. No, it's going to be great. Godfather Part 2. Ooh, hello. Al Pacino playing Michael Corleone. He goes to speak to his brother, Fredo Corleone. And he says... He says, talks to Fredo, talks to Fredo. And he's not happy. He's going to have him killed. And after he leaves the room... We see a scene where he turns to some hitman, henchman, whatever, you know, and he says, Don't kill him whilst my mother's still alive. And then he walks off. And it's like, and it's like, oh, because it's, it's weird, right? Because he doesn't, he's going to kill his own brother, but he's got the moral. Yeah, he's pretty, yes, enough to know to not kill him, not kill, not have his brother killed whilst his mum is still alive because it will break his mum's heart to know that her son's just been murdered, and he can't, and he doesn't want that to happen. But it's once his mum dies, you don't care what happens to his brother. And I feel like that's kind of like this. It's that, that weird, like people have people. I don't know. I try yeah, that, an analogy. Yeah, it's good. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that's a great point. There's, there's like a love. There was love, respect, and like. There's respect and even crime. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that's that's fair. Um, we also, uh, I think it's a. Uh, we also learn that Atlee is a bit of a piece of shit. He kind of uh, he kind of takes people alive and kills them, and uh, uh, yeah, and but th th there's repercussions of that as well. I think it's decent, but not loads. Yeah, I, I think it's probably six. like a six or seven. Yeah, six. Yeah, there maybe, we go. Maybe, nice. Maybe, maybe seven. Oh, I see. If I had said seven, uh, you six. Go for six. Six. Creativity. Ooh, I think there's a lot going on here. There's well, there's a uh, I don't know. There's no monsters. There's a lot of death. Lots of death. Lots of. Uh, it, we there's have to a narrative at least. Like there's a family tree. Yes, and also we have to give credit to the fact that this is still a saga, and we're still seeing that with the 
the the the gold uh, gold ring and Varenort, that is still cursed and it's still affecting all these people. You yeah, I mean? whoever has all it this... basically is you're cursed. Yeah, this is all linked to that. So, uh, no, is that the is that the ring or the grudge? You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, um, yeah and uh, I think um, uh, the fact that um, Sigmund's killed by Gothorm and his son dies, and uh, uh, yeah, we get to see the the sword in action. We get to see Atli. Uh, also, the fact that Brunhild's married Gudrun, uh, and it's, it's, that's weird. But not, um, but a lot of it's weird. Is it necessarily creative? We have to distinguish between WTF and creativity. I think it's I think it's just if not just a little bit more creative than normal. I think it's probably like a six in creativity. Yeah, I think six is fair. Because you're right, creativity is more about the story, the characters, how it all the narrative, right? How it all ties in. But it is um, clever any... the fact that yeah, you are correct. Uh, but it is clever how the families merge and it's quite tight, if you know what I mean. Like there's yeah, there's a lot of different like plot it. lines, if you know what I mean. House of Pelops vibes. <gasps> yes, mate, Pelops. Um yeah. Okay, six. I'm happy with. And WTF finally for one or two. Um, for for one or six. Yeah, I think uh, we've covered a lot of it. Uh, the fact that um, yeah, that everyone burns to death inside. Uh, the skulls, everyone burns to death. The guy plays a harp and it somehow feet. makes Snape's go to sleep. A snake borrows in and bites his liver. Um, she kills herself after the guy that she's asked to get after she's put Mental. a hit on this guy and it works. Yeah. The the bro- the brothers not killing their friend but then going to get their other someone else to kill it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I they, killed, they killed his three-year-old son. That's fucked yeah. up. Uh, so in terms, of, right? There's no technically no monsters apart from humans being monsters. Um, but there's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of messed up and disturbed notions here. So apart from monsters, I think it's pretty perfect, right? Yeah, I think it's like an eight or nine. Yeah, what do you think? Because I, I would naturally go for nine, but I'm not sure. Um, I think it might be an eight, actually, because yeah, of the lack eight's... of gods and monsters and all the stuff we normally have happen. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Hang on, eight. Still strong, you know what I mean? Thank you. All right, let's do the maths then, so shall ten, we? So that's ten for life skills, six for morals, six for creativity, and WTF, eight. Uh, I'll add that up Holy for shit, I think that's 30. Is it bang on 30? I believe so. Yep, it is. Lovely stuff. Well, damn, that's it for another week. Have you had fun? Um, I have had fun, actually, yes. Um, that was good. That was a good myth. Thank you, Matt. Uh, have you had five-star fun? Because if you had, why don't you go and give us a rating on iTunes? Because uh, uh, we, we absolutely need your feedback. So if you give us five stars, it helps us massively. And you can also follow us where, Dan? You can. On Twitter and Facebook. Uh, at Miss Podcast. Uh, you can at also Miss email, Podcast. You can also email Miss us. page. Yes, well done. Um, you can also... Uh, you can also uh, email us at misspodcast.gmail.com. Please get in touch for any queries. Uh, tell us how many lines is in a sonnet. That'd be handy. And also, if you want me to do any challenges for 108, get in touch. All right. Well, um, that was fun. Uh, I guess so, I'll see you next time. Uh, well, uh, let's hop in the time machine. Let's head somewhere else, Dan. Dan, are you still there? Hello, Dan. Oh, of course, it's typical that it stops halfway through. Hello, Dan, are you there? Hello, and welcome to episode 108. It's me, <laughs> Dan Rhodes. Such a bell end. <laughs> I've been Matt Hoss.
I'll be down roads. And we be missed. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Now means no car. Yeah, I thought it did, but I was also like, <laughs> like, is he doing this as a bit? I'm not sure. Good job there's not a cough going around. <laughs> we should probably stop this chat because I don't think we're allowed to. We, we, there's too much, you know, I think we should stop the distancing because you can get, famously, you can get the cough through Zoom. You can't get it through Zoom, yeah. <laughs> you can.